Let's ride. Stay with these guys now. Coach them up. Keep them going. The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 9.30 with Brock and Saul. That's exactly what you want. Presented by Banner Bank, VenueKings.com, and Les Schwab Tires on 710 ESPN Seattle. Morning, Coach. It was uh, obviously another tough one yesterday. Jeez. I feel like every time you've come in, though, my first thought has been about how physical the game looked on TV, and uh, yesterday was no exception, huh? It it was. It was a really hard-knocking football game, and, uh, man, we've had a couple battles with these guys, and went right down to the wire on both of them, and and, uh, we did a lot of good things. They did a lot of good things. They're they're a difficult team, you know, and they're, they're playing really good football. Um, and they challenged the heck out of you, you know, in a lot of areas. Our guys just kept hanging and hanging and playing tough, and, and uh, really the big play, the big turnover play makes, makes you know, the, the switch in this game. But uh, we had a shot to overcome, and there we were, you know. God, our guys fought so hard. And they're just gallantly going for it, and they just will not back down. Is there anything, and I always ask my first question, I think every week with you, is there anything on that game tape as you flew home last night that was enlightening or different from what you felt on the sidelines? Oh, I'm disappointed that we let them run the ball like we did. You know, that was uh, – we, we – a little bit different plan this week to change up, you know, from the last time we played them, and we didn't hold them, you know, hold them as we needed to, you know, and and so they had it allows for their rhythm to come out, you know, the play actions and that stuff. So you could see we we you know we had to adjust back, and we did in the second half did a nice job of stopping them and and, and figuring it out. But uh, we thought we would be able to you know get some things done that we didn't work out as well as we wanted to. How good is that offense? They're really on it. They're they're really really on it, and and. Uh, you can just talking before the game and running into some people from around the league and and all talking about it. Everybody's realizing that they have really captured something that's really special. There, it's not a very complex offense um, in in some regards, but the complexities come from all the intricacies that they do to make things hold up. You know, the the, the running game and their their play action game, and then the fly game off the edges, uh, and the screen game is excellent. You know, all of those. I don't know that this offense would be like it is without Gurley. I think he's just such a force right now. He's just so on it. But they've also made uh, uh, you know the quarterback really come to life for these two years now. He's been on it too. So it's all fit together very well. Receivers came through. Uh, the rushers came through. I mean, they, you know, they they have a really nice club, and they're hard to beat. We had them both times. It's really frustrating we didn't get it. Does it remind you of another offense? Is it derived from another offense? Like, what's the history kind of that leads into uh, it? The lineage really goes back um, – you know, to the Shanahan offense, it's it's based out of that, but it's gone to a whole different level. And and uh, Sean has done a nice job of mixing the same basic principles, but then he's added the principles of all the splits and the things that they do, and that allow them to get their uh, the receivers involved in the in the running game and and also the blocking schemes. That's the stuff that's new, and and they've done a really nice job of mixing it all. Yeah, and just tying it all together. Yeah, I mean that, everything. That's, that's what Tony Romo kept saying over and over yeah. as he's trying to predict plays and call it. Like, well, look at it; just all ties together. And what I find kind of fascinating about it is it really, man, does it ever burden your rush. It just feels like those guys have so many things with the fly sweep and the misdirection in the, in the outside zone that your rushers and those edge defenders and even your linebackers are so challenged with their eye discipline that in some it just it feels on the TV version at least like man how are they supposed to rush and cover almost simultaneously? The, the similarities would, that I could draw for you is when uh, when 
the West Coast offense was still in San Francisco and it wasn't all spread all out and watered down. When it was there, uh, each week you would play them and they would run the same plays, but they would change the way you would have to deal with them formationally and even personnel-wise. They would change their guys around, but they'd run the exact same plays. And, and so, like, I had played them long enough back in the day. I, I knew what play was coming, but I couldn't. I couldn't convey that over the course of a, a week's time to the players where they could take advantage of it, and they're always on their heels. And these guys are doing a similar fashion. They're keeping you on their heels with the change-ups. We know them as well as anybody, and we have a really good feel for it, and we didn't quite pull it together like we needed to. Uh, I, I can't wait to do it again. <laughs> you know, it just the, the chess game of it and all that, I can't wait to go at it again. And Hopefully we'll, you know, there'll, there'll be some really crucial opportunities. You there. mentioned there was no quit in your team yesterday, and they were fired up to keep getting after it. Where does that come from? I just think it's the, the locker room. It's the guys, the leadership here that, that have, uh, you know, from Russell and Doug and on and Dwayne and Fluke and those guys on the offensive side, Bobby and KJ and, and our guys, Jay Reed, those guys just won't let it go any other way. They're just too competitive and they battle too hard with too much pride. And they're taking other guys with them and the young guys are, are adding to it. And that's not to say that these young guys aren't feisty and competitive as well. And they, they are. Uh, Mingo has been a big factor and Bradley McDougal and Tedrick and these guys and, and Shaq and these guys are they're doing a lot of great stuff to add to and really bring the flavor of you know, who they are to this, this team as well. It's not just the older guys. It's the guys that, that have joined in and also have the makeup. And I think that goes back to John doing a nice job of picking out guys with the right character and the right right uh, mental uh, side of things and, and uh, gives us a chance to continue to be really competitive. You know, we sat in here last week and I asked you about the first round pick. And where's Rashad? And I think you'd use the word tentative. And I know you'd had a lot of conversations. Uh, that sure went away yesterday. It was great to see. This is the guy we, we, we've been counting on. And, and he just busted out. And it was obvious. You know, he's a really good player. And we've known that. And we've, that's what he looked like earlier on. And, uh, you know, we've been on him. You know, we've been on him hard about, about just come on, coming out. And it's not that he's... He's not fighting us at all. He's just learning. And so uh, he needed to have some success, and he found it, and you could see that he's going to be a big factor and, and uh, really exciting to see him come through like that. How, how challenging is it to, to divide up carries in a game and, and figure out who which personnel is going to be in there for the running backs? I don't know, challenging. I don't know if it's challenging. You just got to do it. But um, – you know, we get, you got to go with feel. And I'm I'm talking to uh, you know Chad Morton as, as the game's going on. You know, and we're pumping up. Let's okay, let's get back to Rashad and see him a little bit. Or he's you know he's already he has the freedom with Shotty you know to call on the guys they want. Um, but then we just talk about it a little bit and, and make sure that we're seeing guys. He had had uh, you know, the big series and then we didn't get back to enough runs there for a little while. And it's like, okay, we're, you know, he's, this guy looked like he was on fire. Let's get him back out there again. So that was kind of the conversation. And that's how we just do it. We just kind of feel. How about a bunch of these decisions he had to make yesterday in particular, how close were Fluker and Chris and available for yesterday and, and four days from now? Yeah. You know, you have to separate but from the, you know, the competitiveness of the moment and the opportunity sometimes and, and make good decisions. We, we tried Chris last week and he didn't make it through the game. He just tightened back up. We didn't think he was far enough away from that, that we could guarantee that he would be able to make it through. And, and so we thought, well, that, what are we doing? You know, so we, we thought we'd, we, we'd hold him back. Fluke wasn't, couldn't practice during the week. 
he, he could have gone out there, but they, the Docs didn't think that he would make it through the game either. So, you know, coming back with a Thursday game, the the fact that it's a Thursday game leaves us a 10-day window between the next game as well. So anybody that's on the on the bubble right there, we think if we hold them back, we can get two games from these guys and they get back to full flight. So that was that was some of the thinking. And, and uh, you know, Bradley McDougall kind of talked us out of it. You know, he was on the verge, too, of not going. But he, he, he made it through and came out. You know, we were lucky that he made it through. So. How about the decision to uh, onside kick? And well, it didn't look like it. it looked like in practice. I'll tell you that it was not supposed to be that kind of a kick, and, and the ball is supposed to fly much different, differently. And and uh, I, I I liked the timing of it coming. That's why we were talking about it, you know, throughout the game and watching them and looking for the opportunity. And it, the opportunity stayed available, and uh, so we go for the field goal there with the thought, okay, let's come right back and, and go for it here and see if we can go bang bang, put this ball right back in our own hands. You know, we thought we had a good shot, and you know, Seabass has hit that before. He has had onside kick that, that he's converted it happened the exact same kick was one that we called on and the ball just didn't hit yeah, right. i think it was 78 was his last one was uh is that something that you had seen Denver, in... i've seen the film so it was kind of grainy though to tell you the truth <laughs> that's something you had seen on film that you wanted to do during the game at some point possibly yeah possibly if if when the opportunity felt right you yeah. know and there was we looked at it right from the first one on and so we were you know that's, that's how we do it I, you know, I, it didn't work out right. You know, sometimes you, know, you get a great idea and a great plan, and we practiced it really well, and, and it looked perfect in practice, and then it just didn't happen in the game. Is some of that trying to create what, in essence, would be a turnover? Yeah, being aggressive, you know, looking for your shot. It's a, it's a huge play if you can do that. Instead of kicking the ball to that, that loaded group, we can take it away from them. That's exactly right. And in particular, it had a, had the game gone differently where we were getting the football from them and you could see it was shaky, we, we were in control of knocking the ball around, that, but it wasn't happening. So uh, we're trying to create one that would give us a chance to change the game. How about the decision? Look and- how valuable it was. Look at the change that they got. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, that's, 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 it, it, there's a risk involved and, you know, uh, I mean, that ain't the call that everybody's going to make. I don't, you know, I don't worry about that. How about the decision on third and fifteen to rush three and drop eight? Of oh, all the it? challenges the last two weeks, third and fifteen, they run the double move a week ago, and this third and fifteen turns into it's a so yard. basic. That's they ran a freaking dig route, dude. You know, they run it, and everybody in the world knows they're going to run. You know, and we bit up on a guy underneath. You know, we just played a poor snap uh, in. A, we're trying to make him dump the ball. We're trying to drop to make him dump it off, and we just played it so poorly, and just gave it to him. It was really a crushing loss on that third down right there. It was a, it should never have happened like that. But that you know why you play the game. Some, some you got to be careful about saying that because people tweet me all the time that I basic. Am so basic is like basic. a new word. Do you know that's like a hip word that people use? Basic. Basic yes. means like not good. Like you're just a stiff. Yeah, basic and extra. They're opposites. <laughs> and in particular, the, the way you saying. just said that to me was exactly what yeah. <laughs> I'll get on Twitter sometimes. You are so basic. Yeah. So, Ask the kids that. about that. Nobody wants to be basic. Yeah. That, that the no. no basic Absolutely not today. It's a bad thing, apparently. <laughs> uh, Russell in this game, first of all, uh, his legs showed up again. We're, we're, it was nice to see. Was something different? Uh, just that the opportunities were there. He had to challenge. You know, he, he looked at the at the reads all game long, and then felt that he had an op. And we all we saw it coming. We had planned on it in the game uh, game plan that there would be times later in the game that we would be able to you know pull the ball on the, on the QB reads. Now that's part of it. Those were great plays uh, that, that worked out. And in in 
just accentuates the other runs too that makes it difficult for the the, the defense. But the scrambles were also a, a big part of it. And he got moving. And you know when Russ gets going, he gets to feel the rhythm of getting out. He he, it's dangerous. It's like him throwing a curl route to make a first down when he runs for ten or twelve yards and stops the clock and all that. So he did a really nice job in all of that. Do you have a sense of of why these late game comebacks have fallen short? I mean, you know, one of the things that I think the the league judges quarterbacks on is how they finish these games when they have a chance to come down and either tie or win the game in the final drive. And unfortunately, a bunch of these have now gone against your team and, I know, and the quarterback. I know. I, you know, I, is I there a common thread? No, I don't know. That the common thread is that we're coming up short. But uh, um, I, I, what I would hope we could do is we can learn and grow from it because I, I, got, I have the feeling that it's just at the, that moment when you have to make the play. Uh, you know, we, we, the guys have to come through and everybody's got to situate right or we've got to feel right, throw right. I mean, it's on everybody. There's, there's no one, one area. But I think experience does help you in those situations and guys coming through and settling into the opportunities and making the most of them. We, on the, the last scramble, there's a great opportunity to, to throw the ball. In our, when on the scramble, we moved oh, against the flow and, and didn't make ourselves available you know, and so we missed a chance right there that Russ would normally hit, and then he has to go to Tyler over the top of the the, the buzz defender out there, and so um, just unfortunately we're right there again and feeling it. We're feeling like we're going to win the game. I mean, we're feeling like we're going down to win the game. The defensive sequence and the uh, that, that preceded that, uh, the the kick by Mike. I mean, all that everything worked out perfectly. It was all set up. Minute. 30 or something left and no timeouts, which was great. We were ready to go, and, and uh, unfortunately, we didn't, didn't come, out, come away with a win. Is, is, this is sound like a dumb question, but is it challenging to, after running the ball as well and as often as you did throughout the game, and it's awesome to see 275 yards or whatever on the ground, is it hard for the team to change gears and become a passing team for the final few minutes of a game? I don't think so at all. No, I don't think so at all. We practice it all the time. Uh, it's it's part of having balance, you know. You you have to be able to uh, to shift gears, and and um, we're so well prepared to do it that it, it seems like it's just normal. You know, that's kind of how we end games. It seems when you when you're behind, obviously. You like hitting Aaron Donald and Dominic, and so you like going at those guys rather than just letting them. Constantly Doesn't it look different off? than it did oh. in the years past? I mean, it's so much different. I mean, they, they're they're having to deal with with that. You saw the frustration and stuff that came out during that game. Um, they're fantastic players, you know, and, and we found a way to, to make them have to play us, you know, and so that that's good. And, you know, we scored 31 points in both these games and didn't win. That, that, that we, got, we got to get away with the win when, when you score that much. How about takeaways? You know, something that the first four or five games of this season, man, every single game it seemed like there's two, there's three. Yeah. Are there more opportunities? Are there calls? Are there things as you study that? And I know you – pour over that film daily is there anything that can create more of those opportunities and i guess i ask you that because i know with philip last yeah, week I we talked a whole life trying to figure that question that's so it's kind of we talked about philip last week and he just gashes pressure right i mean these veteran guys they just they see it they take advantage of it there's no blitz he hasn't seen you know for golf yesterday were there looking back some, maybe some more opportunities because i thought your there's pressure stuff couple. was good there's just a couple other times you know on, on obvious passing downs uh, we knocked them out of some of their run game with their looks, and and uh, and we were gaming it up, you know, to to get there. We didn't quite get get as clean as we'd like, but it it comes on pressure, and the quarterback usually is is where it comes from, yeah. and so. Uh, 
that it, it's so much easier when you're ahead. <laughs> you know, that's when it, it compounds, mm-hmm. and that's when they come in bunches and how that happens. In tight games, in particular with the reputation, they know that we're one of the best turnover teams in the league. They know that coming in, so they're really careful and they're really you know concerned about it. So you have to be over the top better. And, and the way to get that done is to get ahead. And you got to get out in front and make them have to throw the ball predictably. How about the middle of the field? One of our uh, one of our other guys at the station asks me a football question every week. And he, this week, was asking, geez, man, these in-cuts the last couple weeks against the Chargers and against you know Seattle just felt like there were some big areas of space that Phillip and Goff took advantage of. If you try to look at that and evaluate it from your perspective, what's the difference? Yeah, well, I think that's, that's right. With a lot of man-to-man stuff we played, uh, crossing routes were all over the field. If you notice, we were chasing routes all day long and, and winning on some. Uh, but that does make it available. We, there was, in this game, when you look back, there was the – Two really big ones, uh, the one on the third and 15 for sure. Uh, There's another one down going in that we had a call that was perfect for it, and we got fooled on the play play action, you know, and they got in behind us. So um, I, I can see why you would observe that way. But, um, you know, we're trying to play zones inside out, you know, and, and, and make them force the ball out. But there was a lot of man-to-man yesterday. I keep coming back to listening to you yesterday. You were so fired up after the game yesterday. I mean, you just it, it was a, a different sound than you typically hear from a coach after a loss. And, I, you know, we had a caller today say, oh, I'm sick of moral victories and this and that. But, but you, Yeah, me too. Whoever called in, I, I agree with you. <laughs> I don't even believe in any moral victories, but that's not really what we were talking about. What were you talking about? Yeah, I was just talking about the nature of these guys, you know. I'm just so impressed. Uh, and and the, the fight is, is it's exactly that you, the way you want it. Um, and not just that, but just the resolve to, to to put us in position, you know. And unfortunately, you know, this is this season so far has been uh, these disappointing not finishes, you know, the ones that just don't quite get there. And, and uh, But they're right there for us. Russell knows how to get it done. We know how to count on, on it happening. We're all poised for it to happen again. We just didn't get it done. So uh, there is no moral victories at all. I agree with your, you know, your listener. Um, but also there's truth, and we need to stay at the truth because right now we got to hang. we got to hang tough, and we got to make sure that we, we hold on to the things that are really good for us to uh, you know, turn those into winning ways. Yeah, your margin for error is probably low now to try to make the playoffs, but when you look at, at, at the team, it sure seems like there's a new confidence over these last few weeks. Yeah, well, I, we we have developed a, a confidence, and and uh, we just got these games are tough, man, and the teams we're playing are good. And we got to come through in more ways than just confidence. Uh, we got to execute really well and come through just in a number of different aspects of our team. But it's there to be done. I mean, we're not we're going to go in against the Packers, and we're going to know we can run the football, and we're going to go play off of that, and we're going to try to play really good defense against Aaron and see if we can keep him from being the, the whole show. And uh, which you know, <laughs> that's what the challenge is. It's a great challenge again. And, and uh, we'll see if we can. And get I guess done. some of that, in when I heard it yesterday, and uh, and I said this earlier on the show, from a physicality standpoint, this is your most physical group since 2013, 14. As far as what you want to do and hitting people in the mouth and playing your style of ball, uh, especially offensively, it hasn't been this physical in years. No, this is this is really where this is this is getting there, and it, it feels like it did. Uh, I I might. I would say I feel more confident in our ability to run the ball right now than I have any any time back then, and uh, because we're we're so consistently doing it, so that's a great aspect of our team, and we just got to keep playing off it and build it into a winning way. You started uh, a guy that I think not one person in our audience had heard of uh, at right guard in this That's game. Roger and Tacoma. Other than Roger, yes. who, our favorite guard expert. Uh, <laughs> I don't think anybody had ever heard of him when he goes and starts this game. You said afterwards you were looking for size at the position? Well, 
uh, first off, Jordan. I think Jordan told me he's only played two games in college. You know, he, he said he felt like he's played more games in the NFL than he played in college. So he and George Fant have completely played like a combined four <laughs> yeah. games total yeah. in college. He was a highly regarded player going in, and, and he just was banged up all through his career. And, and uh, he's a big, strong, physical dude. And, and you know, he's three hundred thirty-eight pounds, and he moves really well. I mean, the fact that he was available, we were shocked when he when he hit the wire. You know, because we had, had an eye on him. Um, and you know, we sometimes will overlook a lot of the the past things to to see what could happen. The, this guy had a big upside, and uh, Jordan's been smart. He's he's played both sides. He's comfortable, you know, moving around. Uh, he's just done a lot of good things for us. And so, against these guys, we wanted to make. He, he was our stoutest next guy that could play, and we thought that that would help us in this game against uh, against Sue and against Donald. Kinda, Donald gets under guys so well that you have to have a good lower body strength to to overcome that. And and uh, he played particularly well for his first time out against those guys. You know, it was a really nice job by him. He looked like he has Willie McGinnis chest. <laughs> like the from the front of the chest to the back is like as large as it is sideways. Wine barrel. Yeah, like a wine barrel. Wine barrel. It's a big boy. I don't know, but I didn't. I've never <laughs> noticed that comparison before. But hey. uh, he he did a very good job, and you know he was really emotional after the game because he he hadn't played football and he got to play his first pro game at the Coliseum, you know, where, where he started. So it was a pretty big day for well, him. Well, it's a really short week, obviously, with the Thursday turnaround, and it's nice that it's at home. Uh, KJ, come out of this thing. Did anybody come out of it where, boy, the guy, as far as the guys that played, you're concerned about Thursday availability? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we do have some concerns about stuff. Yeah, we'll, we'll let you know how that, how that goes during the week here. Well, We've we got to get these guys back in the building today. Yeah. We I don't know anything yet. It just feels like KJ is just battling his tail off to be out there. Yeah. He is. He, he's been a warrior, and uh, we, we didn't really feel great once he got going yesterday, and so we had to just take care of him. Well, we're going to see you again a uh, short week. We get to see you twice in a week. I know that'll be the highlight wow, for that's, you. That's that's really a highlight. <laughs> get a chance to see you again on Friday. <laughs> Good. Uh, especially after a late night. thing by Friday, yeah. if you wouldn't mind. Yeah. Could you get that, get that done? Yeah, I'll be working on that. All right. Guy. Coach Carroll's going to figure out how to take the ball away by Friday, hopefully Good. by Thursday. Let's go Thursday, yeah. 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 Aaron Rodgers gives you a lot of opportunities for that, right? Oh, God. He's great. <laughs> he's freaking good, man. Gosh, he's good. It'll well, we'll be fun. It'll be fun. Let's we'll, go. We'll do this again on Friday. That's Coach Carroll. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Until then, the hay. Oh, it's in the barn. See you, everybody.